0: Oh, you know, for me, the action is the juice.
1: Goddamn, Vikings! Nobody misses the extra point. It's only how to do one little kick, and now I'm ruined? No bitch to me. Bet <clears throat> with your head. No over it. <sighs> What's happening, guys? Welcome to the Juice, the serious gambling podcast for the not so serious gambler. I am your host, I am Memphis, and we're going to jump into some week 15 action. Hard to believe, week 15, four games left. So, still got 25% of the regular season left. Some good games this weekend, some not so good games this weekend, a lot to talk about from a betting standpoint. Really excited about that. Be sure to check out my other show. That is the Dynasty Warzone. Uh, If you're a YouTube subscriber or watcher, uh, you can subscribe to both channels, Dynasty Warzone and Player Profiler. And if you're listening on Saturday, you can listen to the podcast and you can subscribe to both the Dynasty Warzone podcast channel and the Player Profiler podcast channel. And you'll never, ever miss a show. So I am ready. I want to talk about circa. I want to talk about props. I want to talk about my pickems. But before we do, we're gonna take just a second and hear a word from the folks at bet openly.
0: Hey, so many ask me what's wrong with sports books? Why so many of them fail? The answer is simple. They don't innovate. They're just casino sports books on a phone. That's all they've been. There are a few that are doing a good job. We partner with them, most of them, not so much. Until BetOpenly came along. BetOpenly said, hey, we're going to innovate. We're going to do something groundbreaking. We're going to have peer-to-peer betting in all states. And you pay 1%. When you win, you pay just 1% on your winnings. You heard that right. It's 1%. With Code Underworld, you qualify for just that 1% transaction fee on BetOpenly. It gives you ultimate flexibility to set your own lines and browse lines that others have set. Think about it. That's what betting should be, and now that is the reality. BetOpenly.com, the code is Underworld, check it out.
1: Yeah, and it's a it's a different way of betting amongst fellow bettors as opposed to betting with a sports book. Check out BetOpenly, a good sponsor of the show, and then also check out The Game Plan. The Game Plan is another podcast found right here on the Player Profiler Platforms whether that's YouTube or the podcast channel. Uh, it's hosted by my boy, Maddie Kewoom. Love Maddie Kewoom. Really fun guy. Uh, good with Dynasty, good with business, just sharp guy. If you're looking for some extra content to listen to this weekend, maybe you got to go do some Christmas shopping or, or wrap some of that up. Check out my boy, Maddie. Check out the game plan on the Player Profiler Network. All right, let's talk Survivor for a minute. Uh, I've been eliminated since like, I think, week seven. But here it is, you know, double that, you know, through week 14, and the Circa Survivor has went from over 9,000 entrants for almost not, well, just over $9 million, and now they're down to 13. Last week, uh, as crazy as that Dolphins game was, that cost eight people their entry in the Survivor contest, which is just gut wrenching. I mean, think about it. You're you're less than three minutes to go. I don't remember the exact numbers, but it's it's like ne- never had one in like 767 tries or something like that. And and will the thrill? Levis came in there in the last two minutes. They went for the two point conversion and got it. The Tennessee Titans were able to beat the Miami Dolphins. That hurt a bunch of people. The Packers hurt a bunch of people. And the Steelers losing to the Patriots last week hurt a lot of people, so they are down to thirteen, and they were working on a chop. And for those of you that maybe haven't been gambling or a lot, or maybe you've never played in a big tournament like a like a poker tournament or like in this case a a, a football betting tournament, the entrants have gotten together and they're they're talking. And from what I've read, they're going to take a four hundred thousand dollar payout each, and they're going to play for four million dollars. Um, I think that's great. That's that's perfect. I mean, I would. You're locking it up. You know, these guys and ladies they invested a thousand bucks, so everybody's going to get four hundred thousand, and they're going to play these last four weeks for four million. But if it does come down to where more than One person wins; they'll split the remaining four million. But it's really cool. Uh, I'm fired up. This is uh, something I'll be in next year. Uh, I think I'm going to partner with a buddy of mine, and we're going to run, you know, Circus Survivor in 2024. Um, But yeah, that's it. Didn't want to get too crazy into Survivor. Really don't have any Survivor picks this week. If if you're looking for one, you know I, i I would have to say if you have San Francisco. That would be one I would be looking at, um, but it's, it's getting tougher and tougher. So that's our Survivor segment. Let's jump into last week's Pick'ems Against the Spread. I'm in a contest at pregame.com where I'm picking five games against the spread every week. Uh, it's designed to mirror the Circa Millions or the Super Contest out at the Westgate. You have to pick five num- uh, five games against the spread uh, on the season, I am after last week. I am 31 34 and five. So three games below 500, but last week was a good week with three one and one. And uh, I'll recap those for you before I jump into this coming week's uh, pick 'ems. So last week I had the Colts plus two. I had been riding the Colts. The Colts had done well for me three weeks in a row. They got absolutely whooped in Cincinnati. And it looked like it was going to be okay. They got down fourteen. They then scored fourteen, and then they didn't score again the rest of the game. Absolutely got punished. Uh, Jacksonville and the Browns. I had the Brownies minus three. Got kind of lucky. You know, I mentioned earlier when I was talking about Tennessee and circa that the Titans had went for two and they got it, which helped them win. The Jags went for two, and this caused me to not get a second tie. So minus three, that was a win. The Browns won by four. Uh, this was my tie. The Vikings minus three. What an ugly game. Just an absolutely ugly game. Three to nothing. For those of you that listen to the Dynasty War Zone or follow me on Twitter at DWZMemphisX, whatever the hell. Um, you guys know I coach youth baseball. Three to nothing's a baseball score, but three to nothing was the score of the Vikings and the Raiders. So that was the push. Had the Bills plus a point and a half. Of course, they won outright. And my final game last week was Broncos plus three. They won the game outright. Uh, So went three one and one on the week. Felt really good about that, and I feel kind of good about this week's picks. I didn't love this week's card. Um, I'm going to pull up my card right now, so for those of you watching on YouTube, you'll be able to, to see along. Um, a lot of whole numbers, so I'm you know putting myself in position to get ties or a lot of ties, but totally okay with that. Uh, first game, it's a Saturday game. Uh, that's tomorrow or maybe today as you're listening to this on podcast. I've got the Bengals minus three. And part of this is is I've been really impressed with Jake Browning and his command of the offense. And Indy's defense is not very good, but they put up 34 points last week. And then you go back two weeks ago, they put up 30 plus points on the Jacksonville Jaguars. Those are two playoff teams. You, you hear this term a lot. If the the league ended, if the league year ended today these teams would be playoff teams. And if the league year ended today, both the Colts and the Jags would be playoff teams. And this Jake Browning-led Bengals team, A, they're in the hunt themselves. And, and B, they put up 30-plus points two games in a row. And I think the the Vikings' defense is much more in line with that Indy defense, although I, I, I do like their defensive coordinator, Brian Flores. Um, I'm going to take the Bengals minus the three at home. They're back in the playoff hunt. They're feeling themselves, so I'm pretty excited for the Bengals. I think this number's a little short. I think it should be in the neighborhood of closer to a touchdown. I mean, the Vikings are going with Nick Mullen, so I I really, really like this number. Uh, Giants going to New Orleans. Tommy DeVito. Tommy DeVito. I cannot get enough of the memes. The Sopranos related content as it relates to Tommy DeVito. Uh, fun fact: I'm sure you've heard this. Maybe you haven't. I don't know. Um, the movie Goodfellas, one of my favorite movies of of all time. Maybe my absolute favorites in my top three. And the 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 character played by Joe Pesci, his name in the movie was Tommy DeVito. You know his agent come out looked like he was trying to frame Roger Rabbit just a tremendous story. But with the football, I like the fact that this kid runs and in our patron group, we do a, a, a fantasy football dynasty, fantasy football patron group. And one of our patrons ask, you know, is Tommy DeVito and Geno Smith and, and one other quarterback. And I'm like, of those guys and those matchups, I think I'm taking Tommy DeVito. He opens up a lot with his legs, uh, ran for 70 yards the other day. And I think that's something they'll build on. And I just I think the Giants probably win this game outright. Derek Carr will be quarterbacking. Giants defense has been pretty good. No Mike Thomas. I don't know where outside of Alvin Kamara. I don't know where the Saints will will score points. Um, I, I've had some bad memories backing the Saints. So I'm going to fade them here. I'm going to take Tommy DeVito, a fellow Paisan, and we're going to go plus six with the New York Giants. Uh, Going back to the Brownies, the Brownies minus three at home against the Bears. Uh, This number has fluctuated. I'm very happy to get it at three. Probably wouldn't have taken it three and a half. Uh, Joe Flacco's played fine. And I know Joe Flacco's a statuesque pocket quarterback. Doesn't, Doesn't move like he used to. But that's okay against the Bears because the Bears' rush defense has been extremely tough against the run. They are in the top five in total rush yards allowed to the running back position on the year. Uh, Obviously, no Nick Chubb with Cleveland. He's been out for a long time. Jerome Ford's been okay. Kareem Hunt's been okay. But the one thing that that you can do on the Bears is you can pass on them. And the one thing that you can't do as a running quarterback is rush a bunch against the Browns' defense. I do have some concerns about all the injuries the Browns have have suffered uh, especially on the offensive line and the the defense in total but I think a team that's in the playoffs fighting for a playoff spot at home I don't know that I would have touched this in Chicago but I'm going to take the Brownies minus the three Rams minus six and a half the commandos are no good Um, I would also go with the over on this game if you're looking for like another piece of action I think this is going to be high scoring the The Rams offense has been really good as of late. Goes into the Baltimore Ravens, one of the better defenses in the league, and hung a 30-burger on them after going to uh, Cleveland the week before and putting a 30-burger on them. This offense is clicking. Cooper Cup is looking healthier. The last two weeks, he's looked a lot more Cooper Cup-ish. This one's at home. They are getting the the Rams off of a bye. Excuse me, they're getting the commanders off of a bye. They're going to have no Brian Robinson. So I think Sam Howell's going to take to the air. I think this is going to be a shootout and a fun game. But ultimately, I think the Rams get it done probably on a on a Sam Howell mistake. But I do like this one. And final game of the week in my pick'em card, Eagles minus three on the road at Seattle. Could be Geno Smith this week. Might be Drew Locke this week. I don't think it matters. Um, Even though Philadelphia lost to Dallas last week, they're still in control of their own destiny. If they win out, they'll win the NFC East. And if they win out and the Niners stumble at all, they can get the number one seed back. I think the... Lack of repetitive and and solid quarterback play, along with just injuries. You know, the injury to Kenneth Walker, um, he's a little bit healthier. I've got a prop on him later in the show. But it's it's just not been the same. And I don't want to say it's time for Pete Carroll to go because he's been a good coach. But we'll see what happens. But I'm going to take the Eagles on the road, laying the three to get back to some more solid football. So I'm going to repeat my card. And then we're going to jump into the pick'ems. So Bengals minus three, Giants plus six, Browns minus three, the Rams minus six and a half, Eagles minus three. So that is my pick'em card in my contest over at pregame.com. Uh we're going to recap the pick'ems here in just one second, but let's hear a word in case you're looking for a place to do some pick'ems with underdog.
0: It has been two years since Josh Larkey paved the way for fantasy gamers to start expecting positive returns from pick'em games, specifically underdog pick'ems. And how do you do it? Well, you look at a slate and you find a great shootout or a sneaky shootout. You also look for a shit show game. Three, four, five, six guys in one game. That's right. You can do it. You can do it. And you can 100x your payout on underdog. Think about week one. Jets-Bills was a shit show. Did we see the Aaron Rodgers injury coming? No, but we knew the Jets have a good defense. We knew the Bills have a good defense. Why not expect the worst? And the worst is what we got. So if you had gone Dalvin Cook less than, Garrett Wilson less than, Aaron Rodgers less than, Josh Allen less than, Gabriel Davis less than, boom, 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 boom. You can go six for six. Same thing in week two. Oh, week two. Oh, sneaky shootout there in Philadelphia. Minnesota's going to be in comeback mode, so we'll go cousins Jefferson, Hawkinson, more than, Madison, less than, but also Swift, more than. Boom, 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 boom. That's how you do it with the underdog pick'ems, and you use promo code UNDERWORLD to get a 100% instant deposit match up to $100. You put in 100 underdog matches that deposit up to 100 bucks with promo code UNDERWORLD. Go start picking.
1: There you go. There is a spot to go get in on some pick'em actions if you want to put some of my picks into play. Uh, use that promo code Underworld. So I'll jump into last week. i will do a quick recap of last week. Went two and three in official picks and three and two in leans. Uh, had Kate Otten. He lost. He didn't go over two and a half receptions, but he had five targets. And that was a game where this. I felt like I was. I was right. I was right directionally but he didn't catch that extra football. He had two catches, including that nice touchdown at the end, but he did not get over three catches. But DJ Moore did. DJ Moore, I had him over four and a half receptions. From a fantasy standpoint, I couldn't have been more wrong on DJ Moore with Justin Fields. DJ Moore has been... Great in Chicago, and he's going to continue to get fed. He didn't have a receptions prop up this week, or I might have went back to the DJ more well again. Uh, Jameer Gibbs, uh, missed by one. He had three for 16 in a loss, come from behind loss. And, like, you know, I, I thought I'd get some of that garbage checkdown work, didn't happen, so that was a loss. Had Bijan over two and a half, that was an, a win. Uh, In the four o'clock window, we had Josh Jacobs over two and a half receptions. He got hurt. This is the one thing about taking overs is when you take overs, injuries automatically favor the books. And I know a lot of people like to rush to say, oh, you should refund our money because it's a popular player. You might not want to bet popular players to begin with. But Josh Jacobs, he got hurt, got two catches, so missed by a half. Russell Wilson over 26 and a half rushing yards. He went over that for a lean. Uh, had a bad luck in the Sunday night game. Brandon Cooks over three and a half receptions. That was the biggest loss that I had all day. He was not even remotely close. I felt like they were targeting him, but not as much as I would have thought. I was actually kind of surprised Gallup was more involved than, than I than I would have thought. Um, Dak over 301 and a half. He had 271. So that was a loss, and then went 2-0 and on Monday Night Football, two Monday Night games last week. Had Barkley over 15.5 rush attempts. He went over that early in the fourth quarter. That was easy. And then that that miraculous comeback from my boy Will Levis uh, over half a touchdown. That was a win. Let's get into this week's picks. We'll keep this week's show short. Uh, a lot going on. We're all out holiday shopping and getting ready for parties I actually just got back from a work Christmas party, so I'll uh, I'll blast through these. So same thing I I normally do. Um, I I picked 14 props this week, guys. Give you something to to chew on. Um, I'll let you know my favorites along the way. But uh, I went game by game, trying to find a prop that I liked in every game, and then a lean that I liked in every game. And uh, here they are. Uh, One o'clock tomorrow. Today, if you're listening on podcast. Vikings going to the Bengals, I mentioned this earlier, I mentioned that I think the Bengals are going to be able to score and put up points, that's going to put the Vikings in come from behind mode, and Cincinnati is one of the worst teams against the tight end, TJ Hawkinson, uh, over 52.5 receiving yards, the Justin Jefferson playing news is, is good for this, he's no longer the focal point of the defense, uh, his his reception's prop is five and a half. That felt about one too many. Uh, but I but I do think he gets this yardage, 52 and a half yards for TJ Hawkinson. That's my Saturday 1 p.m. bet. Uh my 1 p.m. lean is Joe Mixon over three and a half catches. This has been a screen check down offense, but that's okay. I think that's why Jake Browning is flourishing in this offense, is it's it's short, quick, get the ball out. And when it's short, quick to get the ball out, it's a lot of Joe Mixon. And Joe Mixon has done well. If you played him in fantasy, you know what I'm talking about. So Joe Joe Mixon, my 1 p.m. lean. Uh, Saturday, 4.30 here in Indianapolis. Fun story about that game. I was supposed to have been going to that game, but we decided to do Christmas a week early with my in-laws. And going to be watching here from the comfort of my own home, but this game, I did not like the props at all. Uh, I, I looked at a Zach Moss receiving prop. I looked at a Gardner Minshew rush prop. Ultimately, I was like the safest thing in this game, because you know, I I want to win, uh, but the safest thing in this in this game is Mitch Trubisky interceptions thrown over half. And it's even and, and it's and it's I'm sorry, I clicked the wrong button on on the, the, the screen. It's over and it's minus 145. So they're saying Mitch Trubisky is going to throw an interception. I'll lay a little bit of extra juice. Don't care. Um, I'm taking Mitch Trubisky for one plus reception. Um, And then I also took Mitch Trubisky for over half half a touchdown thrown. And that's just Indy's defense has been bad. A lot of people have passed on him. I think this game could be a sneaky shootout. We saw the... The New England Patriots able to put up some points on these uh, these Steelers, and so did Minnesota and in Minnesota, excuse me, Arizona. And Indy's offense has been pretty solid. I think Shane Steichen's done a great job with the offense. So I got two Mitch Trubisky props, Mitch over one interception, Mitch over one touchdown. We're going to go up. There we go. I was like, where are my Saturday night props? And my first one on Saturday night is, and, and my, my slides are out of order for those of you watching on, uh, on YouTube, is David Montgomery under 15 and a half rushing attempts. And then I looked at that, and that's a number he's not hit since the middle of October. Um, I think he went over eight. I think he hit that one time since the middle of October, and I think he had 18. And while I do think that Detroit's going to win this game, I don't know that they're going to run away with this game. And you got Jameer Gibbs as well. Jameer Gibbs has a rushing prop of 10.5. So do you see these guys combining for 26 rush attempts? I don't think I do. I think this is going to be a little bit more of Jared Goff, a little bit easier to move the ball via the air against Denver, uh, at least the way Denver's been playing. So I'm going to take uh, David Montgomery under 15 and a half rush attempts, and then in the same game, my lean, I'm going to lean Russell Wilson over 26 and a half rushing yards. We just saw what the Justin Fields did to the. Uh, I'm, I'm losing my train of thought here. I've, I'm trying to fix the the board. Um, Justin Fields just ran all over Detroit and though although Russell Wilson is not the spryest guy anymore, he's not prime Russell Wilson, he he can still scoot a little bit. so I don't don't necessarily mind taking the over here 26 and a half it was the same last week and it's a better matchup. So that's my Sunday game uh, excuse me Saturday games. Sunday, 1 p.m, my first prop is, Chig Akonkwo of the Tennessee Titans. He is going over 31 and a half receiving yards. Great matchup against the Texans. So I'm going to take that at my 1 p.m. window bet. Uh, 1 p.m. lean. I'm going to go Justin Fields under 58 and a half rushing yards against Cleveland. I mentioned this earlier. Cleveland's been pretty good against the running quarterback. I am nervous about the injuries on defense, so I'm going to hold this. Hold this to a lean. Uh, my 4 p.m. game. Uh, my play is going to be Josh Allen over 35 and a half rushing yards. Josh Allen's been running and running and running. Then ever since the Bills have been playing for their playoff lives. They've been pushing the ball to Josh Allen via the run game a bunch. And this is going to be a good game. Should be a fairly high-scoring game. Uh, Definite rain is what the forecast calls for. So I think you're going to see a lot of Josh Allen in this game. And I think this is a a pretty good one. My lean in the the 4 o'clock window is going to be Tony Pollard over 3.5 receptions. Buffalo's been very generous to catches to the running back position. Makes that an easy lean for me. We're going to go Sunday night football, a game that I wish the weather was good for. If you're into looking at weather forecasts for football, whether that be for betting or dynasty or fantasy or whatever, um, this one's got a a 35 40% chance of rain and some wind in the teens. Uh, usually they say it takes wind into the twenties to be able to impact, uh, the throwing consistent wind in the twenties. But i like to see this one straight up and, uh, like, like in a dome, but we're not going to get that. Uh, but they have Trevor Lawrence. They have a prop on bet MGM grand over or under three and a half rush attempts. I don't know how he's going to rush. I mean, maybe one, um, but I just don't think he's going to run a bunch. He's still favoring that ankle. The one thing that could get me is if the Jags win outright and he goes into the victory formation. Those do count as rush attempts, but I think Baltimore wins this game, and I think Trevor Lawrence does not get over three-and-a-half rushing attempts. Uh, And then my lean in this game is Isaiah Likely. And with Isaiah likely, it's over 31 and a half receiving yards. I don't know how we keep getting this number. You you think eventually the the books would wise up and be like, hey, he's gonna be used by by Lamar Jackson. Add in the wind, add in the weather. He'll work a little bit closer to the line of scrimmage. So that's the 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 lean for me at Sunday, 8 p.m. And then final game, Monday night football. Uh, Battle of the birds, Eagles and Seahawks. I'm going to take Kenneth Walker over 47 and a half rushing yards. We've seen Kenneth Walker rushing props for that four and seven were inverted and it was 74 and a half rushing yards. I think we're getting some value. Um, He's coming off of that oblique injury, but he played last week and Seattle's battling for their playoff lives. I think both these teams will be highly motivated. I think the Seahawks will come out and try to establish the run. And then I'm also going to go with his teammate. These two bets don't necessarily correlate, but I think DK Metcalf is going to want to be involved. So I'm going to take DK over 59 and a half receiving yards. The secondary for the Eagles has been a mess, Just, just an absolute mess. And I think DK is more than capable of getting behind Bradbury or getting behind Slay, getting that big play. And I double that if Geno Smith is healthy enough and does go. So there you go. Seven games. I, I told my wife, uh, you know, we're doing the in-law Christmas thing, but I'm going to be as worthless on Saturday as I normally am on Sunday. I'm going to sit around. I'm going to watch a bunch of football. Uh, I'm going to eat Christmas dinner slash early Christmas dinner. I'm going to open some gifts. And I'm going to relax. And I hope you all are doing the same. I hope you're all getting ready for the holidays. Um, We say it in the intro of the show, you know, you know, be careful with your betting. Um, This is a recreational thing. Christmas presents are coming up, you know, (laughs) friends and family. Um, Make sure you're keeping it recreational. Make sure you're keeping it fun and uh, betting with your head, not over it, as the intro says. So until next time, I thank you guys so much for the support. Uh, we're gonna rock through the rest of the regular season. I don't know how I'm handling that final week. You may have to follow me on Twitter. I may send it in via my phone. I don't know how we're gonna do it. I may work with my buddy Kevin, who produces the Dynasty Warzone for me, so I can get you guys a show. But I'll be out of uh, I'll be out of the studio and on vacation with the family starting Christmas Day. We'll figure it out. But until next time. I appreciate everybody here. I appreciate everybody's support and uh, check out our sponsors, man. Check out underdog. Check out bet openly. Um, They're really good for us and they'll be really good to you. Those promo codes are underworld. And until next week, good, good luck and go win some money.
0: Hey, I want to take a moment to thank you for tuning in. It's important to me that all of our media be free. This is only possible because of you allowing a true independent sports media enterprise to thrive unlike any other in the business. So please subscribe to the All In Package to continue to make all this possible, to ensure that all of our stats, information, data, content is available to you, especially you, the people that get the site and get the show. Think we's a little juice. Oh, no wheezing the juice. When we add up all those inches,